Welcome back to the Kaizen Method Podcast, where we ultimately discuss topics about fitness, mindset, finance, and your personal growth. Now, today we got David, and we're going to be talking about your financial and how we can help you achieve your best. Yeah, so kind of want to like discuss about like how to actually take care of finances so you actually get to that financial success because there are a few things you should actually do in the process of going from potentially where you are right now where you might not be in the best financial position to get into a more financially stable position so you can actually set really the foundations to actually build upon your success because I know mm. if you're not managing finances correctly you do I do find that myself when I had it in the past I wasn't able to actually make better financial decisions I was a lot more stressed and it, was a, it actually impacted my life in a lot of different ways mm. now I'm not sure if you found something similar with yourself with mm. um, financially um, but I did find, and I think people hear it all the time as well, that people who like say win the lotto, yeah. because they don't actually have the fi- um, financial principles in place initially, they go back to being broke anyway. That's right. And so if you don't have these kind of things in place initially, you can actually go backwards and no point in actually making large amounts of money because you just lose it again. And yes. if you don't have like the mindset behind it and actually the principles in place, you'll you, you won't be able to manage your finances and just go back to being broke. I agree. I don't, I don't know why, but it must be, it's, it's, a, it's a great area for a lot of people. I think it's an area where a lot of people don't pay attention to and they start getting to the stage of their life where they stress a lot and they don't know why they can't move forward and it takes part on other areas of their life as well. Yeah. Like it's definitely, um, it can definitely negatively impact you if you haven't, I guess if you go through hardship and you don't actually kind of get out of it because okay. like sometimes it can be a perpetual cycle where you're just down mentally negatively about your finances like oh I can't get ahead I can't do this I can't do that and what XYZ yeah. but if you don't like put in certain kind of I guess uh, safeguards or practices initially from an early age or just kind of doing a bit of a personal order and actually going okay I'm not in the best financial position right now. Mm. What do I need to do to get myself to a better financial position and get myself out of this, say, rut? Mm. Um, so obviously, understanding your own personal budget, like actually creating a budget for yourself. So one, firstly, understanding your personal finances, understanding where you are initially, like actually, so where's your money coming in from? Mm. For most people, that will just be one form of income. Where's your money going? Like what's your expenses? Like where's it all going? What kind of debts do you have, and actually understanding what point mm. you are. Now, I can't remember the fact figures off the top of my head, but I know the personal debt level per individual is rising, and in certain countries it's actually higher than others. So mm. in America, they actually do have a lot higher um, debt to per income or personal debt ratio per individual yes. compared to here in Australia. Now. If it's a lot of things you don't actually need debt for, like there's a lot of people use debt negatively for buying just cars, clothes, mm. just items which don't actually bring them in any kind of income. So there's good and bad kinds of debt. Yeah. Um, so understanding like, all that, then getting yourself like a bit more secure footing. So once you actually understand where your money is coming in from, where is it going, it's like, okay, where can I actually reduce costs and expenses so I can actually get myself to those better levels? Yes. Um, so do you think like for let's say the average guy let's say he's in 20s or 30s yeah um, he has a job he has an income but lives paycheck to paycheck and is always behind yeah always behind on bills what what should be his step one start moving forward start feeling more comfortable with um with, with sort of what he's at in life he's stressing out about finance 
take accountability for what he's spending his money on. <laughs> yeah. First and foremost, honestly, take, yeah. once you take that accountability, go, right, my finances are shit. Yes. I need to fix this. Yeah. Like some people just leave, let it go too long or too late. Mm. And they just spend money, like, especially like I find it was say here in Australia, guys who go to the mines, they spend all these money, this money on luxury items like cars, jet skis, boats, mm. whatever, just all kinds of just random shit. And they get these K, like man caves and things. And all of a sudden, I think we were speaking to someone about this recently, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, what ends up happening is as soon as there's a financial downturn and the interest rates go up, they can't make these repayments or they lose their job or the work isn't there. Mm. They can't maintain these kind of these luxury items or these toys. Mm. They have to start auction or selling them off quickly to get the money so they don't go completely backwards. There's like a lot of financial irresponsibility there. So understanding that, like, Understanding where you currently are, taking accountability for your spending and your actions. So first for someone trying to get out of that, say, that process right. is, like I said, understanding where the money is going, yeah. what they're spending their money on, and seeing where they need to cut back. And that's what I was saying about the debt. If you actually put your money towards assets, which actually bring you in money or actually go up in value, yeah. you will be better off long term because... Even if you have to sell it off, you probably the, the amount of money you will lose won't be as high. Mm. So if you have to say in a fire sale and you need to kind of sell something quickly, houses obviously take a lot longer to actually sell off. Socks are liquid, you sell them off in an instant if you need the money. Um, but over time they should hold their value relatively well. Yeah. So the investable assets you can actually invest your money in, which hold their value better. So in case you get into financial trouble, you can sell them off, mm. recoup the money to pay for things. That's right. A lot of people spend like I said on say cars and jet skis and stuff which just do not hold their value at all yeah yeah it's more of like an instant gratification thing isn't it you yeah know what I mean? when they start making money instead of investing for the future they invest for the present feeling that they will get from let's say buying a jet ski or whatever which actually incrementally in the future is worse for them because it devalues so much yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with actually going out and buying those things that's right but Buy it for a point position where you have no stress financially at all. Like mm. if you lost your job tomorrow, who cares? If mm. there's a downturn in the market, who cares? Like you're not stressed by the money coming in and going, like the money coming in and going out. Um, oh, I was going to make a point of that. I just lost my train of thought. But yeah, so first, you know, understanding where your finances are. Yeah. Then actually making reductions in certain areas so you can actually have more money to yourself mm-hmm. to be able to actually invest in things. Now, one of the pieces of content we're going to come out with or already have come out with, depending on when you watch this or listen to this podcast, is about actually things which give you the better, best return on investment. Mm. Now, yes, investing in the stock market and property is great, great way of actually building your money and your wealth over time. But if you actually want to incre- in- increase your income, the best investment is actually in skills, which you can actually then leverage to actually bring in more money for yourself. Mm. I think a lot of people think, all right, sweet, I'm going to get rich by putting money into the stock market, which is great, don't get me wrong, yeah. but does take a long time to actually get your money to a point of significant like kind of That's right. um, wealth. As I say, the stock market long-term average is about 10% per annum year-on-year growth. Whereas if you actually say invest, say to put in $2,000, it's going to take seven years before you get to four thousand dollars. So, kind of a rule of seventy-two, which means divide seven seventy-two by whatever your investment return is. Yeah, that's how long it will take to actually double your money. Mm. It's actually really nice, easy hack to actually understand. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and then um, so obviously, if you take that same two thousand dollars 
invest in learning a new skill like say digital marketing or sales or something to level your own personal skills up, mm-hmm. that $2,000 will then give you that skill to actually increase your income or bring in more money. And you'll, instead of making that say $2,000 every seven years, you can make significantly more. So you've got to understand like where your money is actually better, best used. That's right. Um, so if someone who's actually like in a financial struggle, first get your finances right. Get understand where your money is coming and going, get a yep. better budget, reduce reduce debt. Reducing bad debt is a huge thing. Yeah. So if you can actually reduce a credit card debt, car debt. Yeah. Housing debt's a funny one. It's a kind of a double-edged sword because yeah. depending on what your approach is with your property and things like that. That's right. Is depending on what, if it's a good or a bad debt. I go into the, in the program, I actually go into all that and actually like teach people that about that because me as someone who's actually made my money through property, yeah, I understand that if you put your money in it or position yourself correctly and leverage your money correctly with the debt, you can make significantly more money. But if you have that money the long term, because the amount of money you actually end up paying back on a house ends up being double what you pay for it. So That's house right. is five hundred thousand dollars. Because of the debt and interest rates, you end up um, repaying back about a million bucks overall because the money that you borrowed to actually buy the house, then the actual interest on that debt over 30 years' time or 25, 30 years' time yeah. ends up being double. That's right. So it's a bit of a drag. So if it's your own personal home, it's a bit shit. Mm. If it's an investment, so you're not necessarily going to be, or the way I approach it, I don't necessarily buy and hold properties for long periods of time. Mm. It's a quick flip. So it's like, might end up being like a ten, twenty thousand dollar repayment over the year, which I've had it. Yeah. But to make I'm making like a hundred grand. Yeah, that's right. So it's like yeah, that's how you reward. approach it. Yeah, I agree. Just, yeah. So you gotta understand like you gotta have like a strategy behind what you're actually doing. So thinking actually longer term rather mm. than shorter term mm. has a massive impact on what you do financially as well. And uh, I think people who have a shorter time frame investment idea, they might not necessarily make the best decisions because under a lot more pressure and um pressure to actually make gains that you're making taking more risk on mm. so when you take more risk on you can lose a lot more as well mm. um yeah that's, that's what i found my, for myself personally yeah i love that i think i think uh, the personal audit at the start is something that people don't do to, to go mm. along with anyway i mean i, I talked to a lot of guys even i got a, someone close to me that i was talking to not long ago and struggling with cash, etc., and it's like, don't know what to do. But then when you do the self-audit, you find out that, for example, you're going out on a weekend and spending $400 every night on going out yeah. twice a week, that's $800, you know what I mean? That's about 3200 a month. So it's like, it depends where you, yeah, be very honest with where you're spending your money. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then you gotta be honest with where you, what you want to achieve as well. Right. So that's, that's a huge thing. I feel like, oh yeah, I wanna, like, we have to talk about this now on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, this is what I want to achieve for myself, and I want to go like have this lavish lifestyle and things like that. Honestly, I did the same thing back in the day. Like, like yeah, I wanted to have this life. I wanted to do achieve this X Y Z, but my actions weren't in line with it. It's like mm. I want to have this life, but my actions are going down this life. Yes. It's like okay, once I actually realised that, it's like ah oh, shit. Okay, I'm gonna realign myself and reposition myself and put myself on the right track mm. to get myself to that end goal. Uh, so that meant like cutting back on my going out and spending, drinking and partying or whatever. And I have people ask me all the time, like, come out, like, we're going out, like, I heard you coming out. Like, I'm like, no, like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't align with what I want to achieve for myself. Anymore. I like, it's, like that. Bad luck. Mm. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
you can do it fine you've got that lifestyle you want that lifestyle that's all good well and good yeah i want this yeah i like that 100 i was talking to one of my coaches that i used to work with about my mindset etc and he told me when you write your goals down and you make your vision board etc i want you to write something at the top of it and i said what's that and he said sorry you can't i can't make it yeah and i was like oh, what does that mean he's like that's something you're gonna have to say a lot and I was like, oh, wow. And he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. So every time you look at your goals, every time you look at everything you want to achieve, it's going to be a saying. You're going to have to repeat over and over. And it's sorry, I can't make it. And it's going to have to do that with a lot of your friends, a lot of the people that you know. I'm going to invite you to things that don't align with your goals. And you're just going to have to say, sorry, I can't make it. I fucking love that. Is so, yeah. That is so good. I, sorry, I can't make it. Yeah, I love it. And I was like, and I, and I have, and I've done it. And I've, I've written it on top of my vision board and top of my goals. So every time I look at it, it's like, okay, well, sorry, I can't make it. It's like, that's it. Yeah. And people will understand and people won't understand. And, and you just kind of have to like be okay with that. Right? Yeah. 100%. Um, I get cop shit about it all the time. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Like you're doing it for yourself. But amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. So I'm um, saying, yeah, so a few other things like with that. So yeah, so with a guy who's saying, who's trying to get their cash in up. So once I've actually got like that, or I understand where the money is coming and going, they've then got to think about where and how they're actually going to bring more money in. Mm. Now, there are a few things they can do to actually bring in quick, blunt sums of cash. It's usually like just little side hustles they can do. And some of the easiest things are actually like say Uber Eats or um, driving, which you don't necessarily need to start a business or anything like that. But it's easy to kind of get out there, start mm. driving, start delivering, delivering things around and mm. bringing that extra money. Um, things like that. There's usually, you know, usually interviews where you give feedback on websites and stuff, which doesn't pay you much, but if you need like a little bit of money, it can come in quickly and it can come in handy. Um, flipping furniture is another great one, which I've actually done as well. Yep. We've got a few friends who've done it. My brother's done it and made thousands of dollars a week. Yep. Probably, yeah. He did quite well with himself great little business model to actually kind of start bringing that money but they're ultimately very time intensive yeah okay so you're still training your time for money um so then you got to find out which is the better way of actually doing it if you own your own business like yourself like mm. the painting business if you don't earn more money you can just do more hours mm. say if you have a job though you can't just go oh I've, I've done 40 hours this week i need to make an extra 200 dollars a week i'm just gonna do an extra 10 10 hours this week yeah Certain businesses won't allow it. Like you That's can't right. just do it. Like I can't. When I was in dentistry, I couldn't just do oh, or another two hours of the day kind of thing just to make a bit more money for myself. Mm. Didn't work for the business, and mm. so you got to. So to get out of those financial troubles and actually start getting yourself in a better financial position, you need to start thinking about like long term, what's going to benefit you better, how to actually increase your money, reducing debts, um, and just making just making better financial decisions overall mm. to actually get your money right. And then when you actually start doing that and you start opening yourself up to the higher income opportunities, the world's your oyster. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. No, I, I agree. I agree with every point, 100%. Like even if you're making $1,000 and you and you do your, your numbers and you think like, well, everything that costs me every week is actually going to be 1200 then that's when the side hustles come in. Yeah. Yeah, find something that's going to make you extra cash and, and get into it and stop being in the minus, start being in the plus. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing is don't don't compare yourself to somebody who's earning more than you either. Yeah, because what you get, what ends up happening is you compare yourself to say if you're earning like say fifty thousand dollars a year, let's just random numbers fifty thousand dollars a year. Someone who's earning a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now you might have your expenses at say six hundred bucks a week. The other four hundred dollars a week is going towards investments and savings or whatever. The other guy who's earning a hundred k a year, which is roughly two thousand dollars a week. If their expenses are $1,800 a week, 
and then you're putting 200 dollars away a week you're still better off yeah 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 and if that money's then working for you and actually earning you more you'll get ahead faster than the person who's already earning double than you correct it's all kinds of it comes into place of like i said where your money was coming in versus where his money going out mm. but like i said when you start managing money better and having a better understanding of what your money can do for you that's when you start making better decisions and like you said i cannot make it letting me say no mm. and say, saying no to a lot of things like like, like going out for coffees dinners breakfast mm. all that stuff that's when it starts making the biggest impact on your finances because that's when you can start getting yourself ahead faster as well yeah i agree i mean even like when people hear that they think like oh i, I want to socialize then you need to be a little bit smart about how you want for example this morning we went for like a big walk down the beach and stuff like that well we spent probably how much were the coffees maybe like eight dollars we spent or something like eight that bucks, max. eight bucks max so, you know what i mean that's just that's even like smarter decisions you could do with your friends just do something that that you know takes a few hours or whatever but you don't have to go spend hundreds of dollars uh, you know if you need to be smart about your cash then you need to be prioritize those things well just think about that as well one, one okay when i was going out younger one of the things i, I spent a lot of money partying and drinking when i was younger now you don't have to necessarily spend a lot of money to go out and be seen you just have to be out in mm. the presence of people and you can network quite easily maybe have like well, it's not, I'm not encouraging drinking, I'm not encouraging doing this. You can have one drink and kind of just be out, be mm. present, say hello to a few people, shake a few hands, talk mm. a few people, network a bit, then go home after that one drink, one or two drinks. Because mm. in the early years, it is still important to actually network and socialize because you do make a lot of connections, which for myself, I did that, I was out all the time though, drinking, but I made a lot of connections, a lot of, met a lot of business people, a lot of interesting people. The true business people though won't always go out and get blasted every week. Mm. They will kind of go out and socialize, enjoy themselves every now and again, but they, they know how to kind of pull it back in and go home and just make better decisions for themselves over time. Mm. No, I agree. No, I, I love that. Yeah. 100%. And you do see those traits and successful people. Yeah. You know what I mean, they'll come in, they'll um, meet people, they'll talk, they'll do whatever they need to do and they'll exit because that, there's another saying. Nothing good happens after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> right? oh, how much of others like after two p.m. Nothing good happens after two a.m. No man, nothing does. Yeah, you got you got to be smart about your cash. You got to be smart about everything else. If you feel stuck, it's okay. It might take time, but you'll be better off. Yeah, that's another thing. I think people think it, it happens overnight. It does not happen overnight. It takes God months, if not years. Like, yeah, it's. I found myself when I tried a few times, I failed. Like I. Got, got these my own budget in place started saving did really really well went out one night and just went backwards really quickly it's like when you realize that and you can actually make the adjustments mm. that's, a, that's a huge and powerful thing that you can actually do though if you can actually uh, point out to yourself that you've made a mistake mm. and you go okay i need to fix this that's give yourself a pat on the back because that's hard, really hard to do to say hey i messed up i need to fix this myself because a lot of people go down that path or fourth bandwagon and just keep going down that bandwagon for months or for years on end. I agree. And they come back like, oh, my life went to shit. Like, yeah, you did, but... It was the small actions. Yeah, the small actions. So mm. you don't beat yourself up on it too much if you go backwards or if you don't stick to that budget or stick to that program you kind of set for yourself. Understand it's part of the process, part of the growth and that over time you'll get better at it. You will be able to implement more discipline within yourself, be more consistent and actually end up getting to those points where you need to make more or where you can actually 
say no more easily or if you do go backwards or have a bit of fun you go okay i'm gonna have fun for a week sweet have that week of fun then right back into work mode that's it yeah yeah even you know a lot of people would go away for a holiday or something like that have a week off and then it's months until they get back into the routine yeah so yeah being able to do the self-audit is extremely important yeah self-audit first understand where you're at then go understand we need to make adjustments to kind of realign things and then actually could look at areas we can actually grow and then obviously having the discipline is kind of stay consistent on that level the entire time because that's honestly that dis- dis- uh, discipline part is the hardest part mm. like being able to go say no to a lot of things and keep in line every day, like day literally day after day week after week month after month of doing the exact same thing yes until you get the end result and that's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's extremely hard but it's extremely important yeah it's 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 a big thing like you know like you have been consistent at one thing and really stick into it you'll be able to carry that into so many different areas of your life too yeah like you'll be able to carry that into your diet into your training into your finances and if you do all those things right you'll feel fucking amazing right yeah and you get end up in the result you want like yeah being able to do something consistently for a long period of time will set you up down the line like i know with myself when i had to get one of my bank loans the banks here in australia they look at your finances when you where you're spending your money I just stopped spending money on myself for six months. Mm. And it was around the time of Christmas. It was around the time of my birthday. It was mm. around the time of all these fun things going on. Like I said, I still went out, but I did it in a way that I wasn't spending money. I was just going out having water. I said no to a lot of things. Like everyone's like, I have a drink. No. Mm. Let's go have dinner. No. Mm. Let's do this. No. Because if I did do that, it'd be on my bank statement. Then my bank, the bank would go, Oh, well, you've been out X, Y, Z amount of times. You spent this much money. So for the year that you extrapolate that out. So that's how they look at it. It's mm. like, well, might have been like one or two weeks where you had a bit of fun. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you probably do this all the time. So red mark. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, right, six months, no, no, nothing. Yeah. So I had to say, I literally, like you said, you say, like, be comfortable saying, no, I can't make it. Yeah. But that was extremely important. And then the reward rips itself at the end. Yeah. Few million dollars down the line. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. Um, cool, man. Thank you. Like, thank right. you so much. Yeah, there was a lot of value there. Um, as you know, guys. Also, like, um, we do this weekly. So every Wednesday, we we'll try and drop them on the same night. Yep. And also, like, jump to jump jump into Kaiser and Co on Instagram. We share a lot of small snippets of good content that gives you a lot of value to help you move forward with your mindset, finances, and training. Like, it's. I feel like, man need this to move forward like we, we try and give as much value as we can for all of us to grow together and to just win yeah so yeah instagram that's kaizen method co on instagram and don't forget guys we do we are launching our program shortly to actually help with finance or fitness finance and mindset to get yourself into the best shape best position of of your life really and at, we are launching in a few weeks time depending on when you're watching this or if you've listened to this so if you pre-register for the program, you do get 50% off the actual launch. So don't forget, go to the link in the bio, which will kaizermethod.live and register for that 50% off. That's it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Catch you next time. Let's go.